Tuesday the 16th of May. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Dan McHugh and I'm joined by Danny McGinley. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. It's uh, I'm in the Shane Lee seat today. I'm feeling a lot of pressure. Shane, of course, can't be with us after he was visited by goons during the night to catch up with some uh, crippling gambling debts, but uh, we're sure his thumbs will recover in time and we look forward to seeing him tomorrow. <laughs> I believe, actually, guilt got the better of him and he found out that his son's getting an award at uh, Assembly this morning. So oh, that's that where it? he actually is. Yeah, but it's the Danny Mac special. Yeah, finally, we're giving what no one has asked for. It is what the people don't know that they want, but they do. Yeah, they'll find out today. Yeah, today on the show, we're going to be talking about soccer, golf, some marathon running, some AFL, some NRL, and NBA. It's going to be massive. Hey, Stephen Ferris here, one half of Fire Up. I'm here with the great Chris Gale, the other half of Fire Up. And Stephen, we've had a lot of fun with rugby league over the years, but with the way the concussions and HIAs are going, I give the game about five years. It's looking dark and gloomy, Chris. So you may as well come and tune into the Fire Up podcast now and listen to the last days of rugby league. As we see the little stuff, it's a soap opera and you're going to love it. Find Fire Up on any podcast app. So having a look at the EPL, Man City have to be their outright favourites. Brighton have thrashed Arsenal, putting Manchester City just one win from the title. Yeah, it's pretty much all over for Arsenal. Uh, the only way the English Premier League's interesting now is looking at the bottom of the lead. The the relegation battle is pretty... Like, Southampton are definitely doing the drop. We got Leicester City, Leeds United, Everton, Nottingham Forest, West Ham, Bournemouth, even Wolverhampton Wanderers and Crystal Palace... Oh, no, Crystal Palace are safe. But uh, that's uh, that's like uh, close to half the clubs could still drop down. I was devastated for the Arsenal fans because the first goal was actually at fault of my favourite Arsenal player, Kieran Tierney, who's a young Scottish uh, kid. My, the reason I love Kieran Tierney is uh, there was a famous photo, I think two years ago, of all the uh, Arsenal side going into their stadium. And they all had Gucci bags or Louis Vuitton. And he literally had a plastic bag from Tesco, which is the equivalent of, of, of Woolworths over there. He's just a, an average bogan kid who just, like, yeah, he's probably on, on millions of dollars a year, but he, that's all he needed. He's a good kid. He's keeping it real. I, I really love that. I've got a, a mate who actually carries his lunch in old packets of chips. Oh, nice. I like that. that. old chip. <laughs> so your, your Vegemite sandwich has a has a nice little twisty sort of aroma to it. Exactly, exactly. I like that. Although maybe he's saving money, Kirantini, to try and pay for some of the food at Arsenal. Uh, I recommend all afternoon sports fans get onto a Twitter account, which I love. It's a British account called Footy Scran, S-C-R-A-N, which is a Northern English word for snack food. And uh, they will place... They just put up um, food from stadiums all over the world. Arsenal, this is absolute disgraceful. I think we're going to put it up on our socials, Dan. A burger. I'm trying to do it right now. Oh, great. A burger and a pint (laughs) at Arsenal. £12.50. The pint is, uh, it'd be Budweiser, I assume. But that is the worst burger I've ever seen. I've seen better stuff uh, at kids' parties. It's genuinely like a, a white roll with a a cheese slice, like one of those processed cheese slice, not even melted over an overcooked burger with a drizzle. I think it's tomato sauce or it could be um, blood from the gums because I think bleeding gums is a, is a symptom of scurvy. <laughs> I know vegetables are illegal in England, but it's just disgraceful. God, how's this? £12.50, that's like 30 bucks Australian. Yeah, uh, it looks filthy. I'm just having a look at it now. I think um, sports stadiums around the world have decided – 
to cash in on captive fans. I think we were talking about the Miami F1 the other day with Shane and there was like, you know, a salad was $400 at the, <laughs> the, and it was just crazy and it didn't even look good. Well, i got to disagree with you there, Dan, because, yeah, although that's probably happening in our, in our Western countries, Australia, Britain, America, uh, on Footy Scram, they show stuff from South America, Germany, Japan, just have these amazing-looking curries and stir-fries and, you get, and they're, they're at a good price. So it's something that we as white people really need to look at ourselves because we love sport. Why aren't we feeding people proper food while we do it? Mm. Actually, that exists with tourist traps as well. If you go to any of the Western world tourist traps, the food is shit, like Darling Harbour or, you know, wherever else you want to get stuck in Sydney. But if you go to even the fish markets in Japan, you know, everything is like the best of the best. Whereas if you go to the fish markets in Sydney, you can have some fried tucker and a burnt coffee. Yeah. So uh, it is weird. Yeah. I remember the worst food I had in Rome was uh, outside of the Colosseum, but everywhere else was amazing. So, exactly. Geez, look, of all the bad things white people have done, this doesn't even crack the top 1,000, but it's something sure. we've got to work on. I think we're doing it to ourselves. But anyway, uh, every time I research a show that I know you're going to be on, I make sure I uh, Google Ange Postacoglu. <laughs> and I know uh, their loss was about three days ago. Yep. But we should talk about their defeat by the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, it's his first time he's lost to Rangers in over a year. Um, and it was a dead rubber. Celtic have already won the league. They're uh, on track to win the treble. Uh, however, credit to Ange, he was absolutely raging in the post-match presses. He was so furious that the players seemed to give up halfway through the second half. Uh, it, it wasn't a great game. You could tell that Rangers were really up and about. They needed to win to give their fans some hope. Uh, Celtic did not need to win. We've already, as I said, we've locked it in. Uh, but I love that Ange was absolutely furious. And uh, look, it, and if anything, <laughs> selfishly as a Celtic fan, this is good because it means uh, all, there's always room you know, he's going to go to Chelsea, he's going to go to Tottenham, he's going to go to Leeds. Maybe they'll go, oh, he lost the game. No, we'll back away for a bit. Good. Leave him alone. <laughs> Keep him at Celtic. I think it's just amazing the speculation everyone wants to get involved in. You know, he probably doesn't give a shit what anyone else thinks. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, he's doing yeah. him and he's doing it well. It's just the arrogance of the English league that why would you want to coach anywhere else? It's like, yeah, shut up, England. Sometimes, so, you know, so it's not all about money. And speaking of arrogance... Uh, well, entitlement. Uh, looking at the golf, Jason Day, who I'd never heard of until I read this article, but I feel I feel obliged to call him our Jason Day. He's won his he first is, PGA yes. to, Tour title since 2018. Yeah, no, he's a he's a pretty good golfer. Um, I, well, I'm not sure. I was gonna I was gonna ask Shane because he knows more about golf than me, and clearly everyone knows more about <laughs> golf than you if you've never heard of Jason Day. Thank God you're not the producer of a sports show. Um, I don't know if he's good or if it's just all the contenders have gone to the live tour. Because, um, you know, if if PGA – because he, he he's carried lots of injuries over the last few years. His back has been absolutely rooted. Um, but I wouldn't mind winning a PGA event. Do you reckon I've got a chance now? I reckon you should give it a crack at least. I mean, all have right. you been on the course this week? Absolutely not. I know. I'm only good at mini golf. So I assume that <laughs> – does the British Open have one of those windmills? Because I'm pretty good at timing it. <laughs> I feel like you're only letting yourself down, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll get on to it now. Uh, so having a look at the running – uh, former English Rugby League stars Kevin Sinfield and Rob Burrow have been applauded 
for a heartwarming moment at the finish line of the Leeds Marathon. Yeah, I've got to say I misread this article to begin with and I thought for a second, so um, to, to give the, all the context, uh, Kevin Sinfield and Rob Burrow, former teammates, Rob Burrow has uh, been diagnosed with MND and he's confined to a wheelchair and uh, at the last, they ran a marathon together, former teammates, and at the last moment uh, Kevin lifted Rob out of his wheelchair to carry him over the finish line, even gave him a kiss. It's a beautiful, heartwarming moment. However, I misread it and I thought, because um, it's all about how what a great um, great uh, gesture you know, that Kevin Sinfield did, but I thought we, I thought Rob Burrow had run the full marathon with him and I thought we were just scooping over that. And uh, no, Rob Burrow was in the wheelchair uh, there. It is actually a wonderful story. MND, what a, it's one of the diseases that you just look at and you would be petrified to have that diagnosis. Good Kudos to Neil Danaher for raising so much awareness of it in this country. There's still no cure, but hey, support the big freeze, support fight MND because this is one of the worst diseases going around. It sure is, that and multiple sclerosis for sure. Yeah. Stay with us because we'll be talking NRL, AFL and NBA after this break. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. So, Danny, I mentioned every time you're on the show uh, that I'm uh, Google and Postacoglu. Yeah. The other thing I always Google is the Western Bulldogs. Thank you. And they've pushed my uh, blues into crisis. Yeah, well, you were already there. We just um, didn't let you get out of it. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? This was the year. This was the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were a Blues fan, Dan, Because, uh, but uh, I'm going to take umbrage with Carlton. You stole the Bulldogs' game plan on Saturday night. You couldn't. You dominated inside 50s. You couldn't hit the side of a barn if you tried. You then staged a very honourable comeback in the third and start of the last quarter and then backed away so we could get the win. That's been our playbook for most of this century <laughs> it's it was like okay but to be fair um yeah Carlton are in crisis um a lot of the fans have jumped off Michael Voss who looked to be their savior earlier in the year I was actually chatting to Terry Wallace legendary AFL coach on my other podcast Danny Boyd Bulldogs podcast um and he said that one of the biggest issues is Voss isn't selling himself Voss made his career as being an angry hard man who you would not want to be up against on the footy field Yet he's being quite uh, professional and courteous in the um, in the press conferences. I think it's time to hulk out. I think it's time to just really let rip at the uh, whatever's going wrong at Carlton, being they're not training hard enough, be it the boards not giving him enough money, be it uh, the umpires against him, whatever angle you want to take, I think it's time for Voss to just just really start smashing things. How many kids does he have? Does he have any young kids? I've, I don't know about his personal life. <laughs> um, I've no idea. But do, what, do you think too many kids makes you more placid? Oh, or no, he's I just think it makes you want to keep your job. It makes you want to keep ah, your job. <laughs> I don't think Vossi's uh, going to be short of uh, cash for a while. He's been, he had a long career as the assistant coach at Port Adelaide. I'm sure he does the uh, the, the sportsman's night circuit for a few cashies. I, no, I, I think in order to keep his job, he needs to to get angry. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I see your point. The passion needs to be there. He needs to uh, shock them back into form. And it is his brand. Like, he, it was nothing better than seeing an angry Voss on grand final day. And I'm sure any Collingwood fan listening will remember how much he destroyed their sides in the 0203 uh, grand finals. Uh, speaking of destroyed, uh, the Swans have been urged to announce Buddy Franklin's retirement early. Yeah, I saw this on AFL 360 last night, and I I normally don't want to call uh, you know four players to retire. However, uh, he I think he has already said he's only going to play this year. So if they are going to announce it, I would like them to do it simply because I want a chance to see Buddy Franklin live one last time. He should do a farewell tour. And because I, I don't, I think the dogs play the Swans up in Sydney. I'll fly up and watch him at the SCG to watch him destroy us one last time. But because he's a once in a generation player, he yeah. is magnificent. I've he seen is. him do such brilliant things, and I think it would be good for the AFL to for everyone, all the all the neutral fans like me who just want to see Buddy do one last bit of magic. Yeah, I see your point. He is amazing. He's a, a definitely a legend of the game. And uh, just while we're talking legends, very sad news that uh, Sandy Roberts um, has been diagnosed with a rare blood cancer, quite un- incurable. Um, Dan, you grew up in um, uh, Sydney, wasn't it? You're not you're not a Melbourne guy. That's all we no, know. No, I grew up in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. You grew up in Sydney, so like for those of us in the southern states, Bruce McAvaney, Dennis Cometti, Drew Morfitt, and Sandy Roberts were the voices we grew up with. They were commentating every game, every Olympics. Every sport, Sandy was always there presenting the medals. He has genuinely had a big influence on my life, and I, it's devastating to hear this. And I hope he 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 fights through. But you know, blood cancers are uh, harsh little buggers. But uh, I hope he knows just how loved he is in this country. Yeah, very sad. Um, so next up, we were going to talk uh, rugby league, but I, I didn't read through all of this because actually, when I got the call up this morning. I was in the gym, so I, I wasn't really preparing to do a show. I was, oh, yeah. I was preparing sure, to run oh, really? on the field because you'd already finished at the soup kitchen, had you? Just uh, already, you'd already fed all the amputee orphans <laughs> breakfast. Was I virtue signalling by being at the gym? Was I? Hell yeah. <laughs> do you feel? Well, have you not been to the gym for a while or something? M- or mate, I don't know if you've seen me. I'm, I'm clearly there every day. Um, you're not looking too bad, mate. <laughs> I, I do you. Thanks, um, bro. So, so actually what I tried to do was try and cheat by listening to a couple of different rugby league podcasts. Oh, yeah. And I feel like there are more rugby league podcasts than there are rugby league players. <laughs> uh, really? And they all say exactly the same thing. Um, one thing that is exciting, though, in the NRL is uh, the Roosters have got Manu back, which is a bit of a shock return. He's come back early. The other one is Craig Bellamy is uh, going in for another uh, year with, the Melbourne Storm. Excellent. And another report is uh, the Dragons have reportedly put coach Anthony Griffin out of his misery. Well, I think uh, we'll need Shane Leader to confirm that, he being the uh, resident big Dragons fan. Um, he is. I also I read that uh, the NRL's head of operations made a startling admission after the competition's officialed. Uh, <laughs> they just made more mistakes. It just seems every week, and I only know this because I do this podcast with you every week, so I, I look at the NRL because I'm in Melbourne where it's illegal to talk about. Um, they they just seem to go, oh, yeah, we, the umpire's got that wrong. Oopsie poopsie. Yeah, uh, look, I feel like as a sports administration it would be hard not to be making mistakes, especially when 
lots of the people working in the field are ex-sportsmen who've had lots of head knocks. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that does you know, seem to be the big difference between our codes. Um, yeah. The AFL is run by business, uh, business administrators and uh, and people you know who've come from a lot of money, and uh, you're run by ex-players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, one thing about NRL players that I'm really liking at the moment is there's been a, I don't I don't think you'd call it a renaissance, but there's like a definitely a cool vibe rolling through NRL players at the moment, um, similar to what you might see with NBA players. So they're all starting to get into their fashion. They're starting to uh, like, for example, Latrell when he arrived uh, off the plane on the weekend, he's wearing his full on like country and western garb you know with the full-on cowboy hat he looked like um do you remember lee kernigan who did the mcbeef steak ad for Macca's all the way back in 1992 it is an absolute <laughs> indictment that uh i know exactly who you're talking about only because of a mcdonald's ad i apologize to all the country and western music fans and lee kernigan himself who has had a great career but i'm afraid all i know is ooh, ooh, mcbeef steak <laughs> Um, and actually, the other thing about NRL podcasts that I, I noticed on the way over is most of the shows are all about name dropping who you get to hang out with or know in the NRL. Okay. Uh, and the only reason I saw uh, the Latrell Mitchell Instagram thing was because I work with Liam Knight and Toby Rudolph, who wow. are the two young rugby league players. Okay. And we're making this podcast called Stuck in the Middle. It's actually... A very, very cool show. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify. It's wherever you get your podcasts. It is a, a shout out to those guys. It's worth listening to. So do check it out, even if you're an AFL fan. All right. So it's a rugby league podcast for people who don't know much about rugby league. It is. It's amazing. And Sounds you good. love it. Um, NBA. Yet another NBA playoff loss for the Philadelphia Sixers. And Ben Simmons has posted a cheeky Instagram story about it. Yeah, he's uh, he put a photo, a story up of himself enjoying a glass of wine, watching them lose. It's um, it, 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 I've got to say, it's it's very weird to see an Australian uh, act this way. Normally, we're very stoic, and you you know, if you yeah. win, say nothing; if you lose, say even less. Yeah. Ben has embraced the uh, the villain role at at Philadelphia, and I say. Good on you, mate. You know, sports part of this pantomime. If you know they treated him just as badly as he treated them, let's keep the feud going. Let's let's do it. It's um, however he 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 also lost. He was in the Brooklyn Nets. They yeah. went out even earlier, so it yeah. is a bit odd. I kind of feel like he's got no foot to stand on because he's on the out. Like yeah. he's on the way way out. He's coming back to Australia. Sorry, mate. Yeah, well, it'd be great to have him at the Boomers. Would be nice. He's still yet to play a few games it, for us. Would it? Um, yeah. Um, would it? I think there's there's two different opinions on that one. I, I think he can be a disturbance to a team. He's not playing that great. I mean, he plays much better than I do. But yeah, Well, yeah, I mean, that goes without saying for pretty much everyone we speak about on this podcast. They do what they do better than us. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, look, as, from a purely selfish role, I, I would love to see him uh, at the Boomers, uh, you know, getting us a gold medal. But, yeah, I don't have to share a... a dressing room with him however his dad is an absolute legend so i think he does need to come home and dave simmons needs to just go, sit him down and go what's wrong with you boy yeah yeah i, I kind of see that too although all the nba players are weird what's this guy d'angelo russell bringing in his own sports drink oh that was hilarious there's a have you seen the video online He's, i have basically the nba players have been told that they can't promote their own drinks and sponsorship and he's 
rocked up to the press conference and just quickly tried to sneak his drink under the table. It's so weird because he's, he's – I mean, you talk about, you know, players wearing fashion. He's dressed as a Ukrainian bubba with the scarf over his head and sunglasses. And he's just and, – and the drink's called Coco 5. So there you go. I gave you the plug, D'Angelo. Coco 5 is an all-natural fitness drink, 100% See, all-natural. What is Coco 5? Is it like because I hear Coco and 5. It's full of electrolytes. It's full of <laughs> yeah. electrolytes, and that's all Plants you need to need know. electrolytes. <laughs> I've got to say, I'm always disappointed this time of year at the NBA because uh, I always like it when a team that hasn't won it for ages gets through. The Milwaukee Bucks a couple of years ago was really exciting. However, Ned, we're down to four teams now, and it's three out of the four. I'm so bored of watching the Celtics, the Lakers, and the Heat. The Denver Nuggets, and haven't seen them get into a final, so that's pretty exciting for me. I hope it's Nuggets versus uh, someone. However, if I can't have that, Celtic Lakers, the best rivalry in basketball, that would be pretty cool too. So just go anyone but Miami. I'll jump on the Nuggies with you, mate, just because they're exactly. called the Nuggets and it's the worst mascot you reckon you could ever have. <laughs> Okay, that's it for Afternoon Sport. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Elite Bet. It's the only betting app you need. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. See you then.